Colin is here as well. Everybody's on the sheer. I thank you very much. I'm calling you right now from uh, at a hotel in Newark Airport. Okay. So um, this is. Who's here from Beishamesh? Parrots. Parrots. Wow, parrots. Parrots this and again. Thank you, parrots. Okay. Shiloh of the week. Shiloh of the week this week is about the following. A person borrowed, as I said, a person borrowed a mixer. And using the mixer in a normal way, the mixer broke. So the halacha is, as we all know, that a shayl is potter for Mesa Machmas Malacha. This person felt very bad about breaking the mixer. So the person went ahead and bought a new mixer. Gave them a mixer. They gave them a mixer, brand new mixer. They, they, they used the mixer that was, I don't know, several years old. That mixer broke and they bought a new mixer. Then they also got a repairman, one second, one second. Then they also got a repairman. And the repairman fixed the old mixer. So what happened was two things. They borrowed a mixer. The mixer broke. They bought a new mixer and gave the new mixer to the mashil. And then they also went ahead and found the repairman to fix the mixer. And the old mixer is fixed. So the Shiloh became like this. Is, uh, 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 excellent. Is there an issue of ribbis here? And from there... We went to the following, and secondly, besides Ribbis, who owns the old mixer that was fixed? Who owns that mixer? Okay, those are the two Shilohs. So let's now talk about the following Shiloh. And I'm telling you again, this became a major tumult, and Hashgacha protests once again in Adash Yashura, and sometimes I just can't believe Hashgacha. It's like unbelievable. B'schus the Eilam who attends Yashura. We came across the following halacha, but let me tell you a case first. I lend you my snowblower. I'm going away for two months. I have, an, I have a house, an apartment, a condo, whatever, in Florida, and I have a snowblower. And my neighbor says to me, you know, you're going away. Could I use your snowblower? I tell him, listen, you can use my snowblower, gesundheit. You can take my snowblower and put it in your garage and use it whenever you want to use it. However, I have one condition. I will be back. I'm leaving November 1st. I'll be back January 1st. I need a snowblower in my garage. If anything happens to the snowblower, I'm not interested in a check. I'm not interested in Mesa Machmas Molocha. I'm interested in nothing. I need a snowblower in my garage when I come back. I'm not calling up Amazon. I'm not going to Lowe's. I'm not going wherever. I'm not going anywhere. I need a snowblower in my garage. As a matter of fact, if my snowblower breaks because of Mesa Machmas Molocha, I want you to buy me a new snowblower. I cannot operate without a snowblower in my garage. Zehu. Now, is that Rivis? Where, where the animal, for example, the animal breaks a leg and, is, and the leg is fixed, is that considered also Well, it, it could be. That's a good child. But I don't want to get into it. means death comes about through normative action. The reason you put the Gemara says is because the mice, I borrowed it to use it. So if something breaks while I'm using it, I obviously can't be chayv. Okay. Munapakuf said, you think I, left, I didn't borrow it to put it in my barn, I borrowed it to use it. Okay. But that's not my issue right now. The issue right now is, is there an Issa Ribis if I tell a person I'm borrowing the snowblower, and no matter what happens to the snowblower, you are chayv, even for Mesa Machus And not only that, I want you to buy me a new snowblower, which is worth six times or ten times what the snowblower is that I gave you. Is that going to be an issue? Is it Issa or is it Mutu?
So, for, for one second, one second. The first halacha is in Simon Kuf Samach in Yeridea, which is the issue of ribis, which is the issue of ribis. So the first halacha is in that Simon, an unbelievable halacha. Ribis only applies to loans. It does not apply to she'ela. By she'ela, there is no ribis. No such thing as ribis by she'ela. Now, one of the reasons this has to be understood is that when I lend somebody money, if I lend somebody apples, I'm lending the apples to be eaten. So if I tell the person I'm lending you apples, I'm lending you a cup of sugar, the word lending is really a misnomer. What I'm really doing is I'm, I'm, I'm lending it to you in the sense that you will consume it and get me other ones. When I lend you money, you will consume it and get me other ones. That's what happens. So, so too here. I'm lending you sugar, apples, money. You'll consume it. But when I lend you a snowblower, I'm not giving it to you to consume. I'm giving it to you to use, but not to consume. And there is wear and tear. And whenever there's wear and tear on something, that turns it into the following, which is what the Mepharshim explained, that when I rent a car from somebody, what am I doing? I'm renting a car, I'm giving him back the car, and I'm giving him money. So that should be ribis. The reason it's not ribis is because there's wear and tear. I, Lamais, I'm charging you $150 a day for the wear and tear. That's irrelevant. That's fine. Whatever the market will bear, that's fine. So therefore, as far as ribis is concerned, there is no ribis when it comes to she'ela because she'ela was not lent to somebody to consume something and after consuming it, giving it back. That's not what happened by ribis. By, excuse me, by she'ela. By she'ela means I lent you the object and the object has to be returned to me. Okay, now, Rabbi say. So there is, there is no ribis here. There is no ribis. That's the, that, that, that's the first shayla. Yes? Go ahead, Benji. I mean, Yarmi. What about the gasoline? The gasoline is a very interesting shayla. Like when I borrow a car and I, and I fill up the tank afterwards. That's a very interesting shayla among the paiskim. Are there two different things happening? Am I borrowing a car for which I can pay? And that's not ribis. And I also borrowing gasoline, which is a consumable item, and therefore I can only give you the amount of gasoline that I took. But I can't borrow gasoline with a quarter of a tank and fill up a full tank. That's a big machlekes. I don't want to get into that. It's a very interesting Shiloh. But this Shiloh right now is. Yeah, now that would only be if you borrow from somebody, right? Yeah, your rental car company is. A, okay. Now I want to say I want to say one more thing here. That takes care of the issue of ribis. Now we have another Shiloh. And our Shiloh now is <clears throat> when a person borrows an item and the Torah says he's potter on Mesamach Mesmalach. Can you, can two people be masne, make up a tenai in which that which the Torah says is the contract? that a person is potter, is there the ability among people to say, no, we can decide that you're going to be chayef for Mesamach We can decide you're chayef for Mesamach So the Gemara says the following. In Bob Metzia, on the Tzadik Aleph Masne Masneh Shei Mechinam Lios Kishoyel. 
A shaymachinam can be masne to be chayel like a shayel. That's a very unusual thing why a person should do that. Whatever it is, a person comes over to somebody and says, do me a favor, watch my item, I'm going away. Sure, I'll watch your item. And you know what, I like you so much, and thank you for trusting me. I'll even be chayel on insim. That the Gemara says you can do that. Again, why the person does it is not negay for us right now. But the person does it, that's going to be fine. But the but the problem is they're being they're being masked on mashikos of the Torah. The Torah says the shemachinim is only chayev on pshia. He's not chayev on on gevnavein anointed. So the answer is, or like you're saying, that if a person wants to be mechayev himself for something that he's not normally chayev for, he can do that. But the question is, how does it happen? Does dibur alone make it happen? How did it happen? The Torah says the shemachinim is only chayev on pshia. So how in the world did it become chayev on, on, on Gnei Aveda? The answer is that by saying so, the Gemara discusses this, that by saying so and being masna, the person trusts him, and, and because of that trust, the person's willing to do it. It's a very interesting shayla. However, however, what's understood is, you as a shaymer can decide that although I'm not being paid, and I'm only a shaymer chinam, and I'm not going to use the item, you can decide that you want to be like a shoyel. But there is no shoymer in the world that's chayel and mesa machmas malacha. There's no such thing. Shoyel, who's chayel and more than any, anybody else, is not chayel and mesa machmas malacha. However, however, the Torah, the Torah only says, the Torah says the shoyel's chayel and oinsin, not chayel and mesa machmas but if two people want to engage and they want to make a situation which is even different than the Torah situation, they can do that also. Really, it's based a little bit on what Art said. What's that? Go ahead. Make it tonight, and they're going to be mechayim themselves and create a, an entity or a protocol, the likes of which there isn't in the Torah. And you can do such a thing. You're allowed to do such a thing. So therefore, the person's chayim and mesa machus malacha. Excuse me? person's chayim and mesa machus malacha. And there is no ribbis. So we have two things here. Number one, there's no ribbis. And number two, the tanai is going to work. But now we have another shayla. Now we have another shayla. And this is what the siyata de Shemaya was. And please listen to this part, because this is the complicated part. Here's the complicated part. We are learning schiris payolim right now in the kailu. Schiris payolim means when an adon hires a worker. Schiris payolim. You hire a payol, you hire a worker. Now, Bedar Klal, a worker, wants money for what he's doing. A worker wants money for what he's doing. And as a matter of fact, more than anybody else, a worker has to be paid in cash. If the balabas, after the job is done, can't find cash, he has to go sell the silverware. Because the pile needs cash. That's why the pile went to work. The pile needs cash. Oh, no, the tonight, one second. Now, here's the tonight. One second, one second. The Ramah in Simon Shin Lamid Bey Sif Dalit, which is towards the beginning of Sirius Pailam, quotes the following halacha from the Ran. An unbelievable halacha. Ruvain says to Shimon, I'd like to hire you to, uh, to uh, harvest my field. No problem. How much? $10,000. Good. $10,000. It's a deal. Uh, says the pile to the owner, you know what, I know that you have a grand piano. And 
I liked that grand piano. And I checked it out on Google, whatever. That grand piano was worth $10,000. Uh, I liked the grand piano instead of $10,000 cash. And the Balboa says, you want the grand piano instead of $10,000 cash? Fine. You finish the job, you get the grand piano. Okay. He finishes the job, and he comes and he says, okay, I finished the job. Did a good job. I want the grand piano. The guy says, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going to give you cash. Here's a check for $10,000. I'm not giving you the grand piano. Says the Ramur, says the Ramur from the Ran, an unbelievable halach. The din is, the din is he can give him the $10,000 and not the piano. Why? Because there was no Kenyan made. Listen carefully, please. There was no Kenyan made from the Balabas, excuse me, from the Poil for the grand piano. And the halacha is that kesef, kesef, money, we hold, Torah, you can be kind of with kesef. But Rabbi Yechanan says the famous statement, which we learned a few times, is that mos konos, dvar Torah, mos konos, that Torah, you can be kind of metaltolim with kesef, but they made a gzera that it doesn't work. You need meshicha. Says the Ramah, based on Iran, Therefore, even though the person said, I'm going to give you a grand piano, and that's going to be the payment, nevertheless, he can change his mind. Why can he change his mind? Says the Ramah, because the pile never made a Kenyan on the piano. He worked, and he's owed $10,000. And they made up that instead of giving him cash, he'll give him a grand piano. But since he was never coined at the grand piano, the Balabas is allowed to give him cash. Now, before I say anything else, Ah, uh, one second, one second. There's another halacha that we also learned. And that's called mechusar emona. Mechusar emona means a person, this is, uh, this is the should not. This is not something that Bezdin can do anything about. It's not a nice thing to do, and it's not the correct thing to do. Mechusar emona means you are lacking in your trustfulness. That's called mechusar emona. So here... The Achreinim say that if a person said, I'm going to give you a grand piano, which is worth $10,000 instead of the cash, and they both agree, but there was no Kenyan on the piano because although the pile worked, and his work is the same thing as cash, because what does it mean when a person works with somebody else? That means I gave you value, so I gave you cash, I gave you cash in the sense of my pu'ula, my work. Nevertheless, the halacha is that he is not, I repeat, he is not going to be forced by Bezdin to give the grand piano. He can change his mind. I'm not recommending it. I'm not saying it's a good idea. The guy's a mechusaramona, but he can change his mind. So now we have a Shiloh. Ruvain says to Shimon, I want to borrow your snowblower. Shimon says to Ruvain, you can borrow it. However, if anything happens to that snowblower and it's not working, I want a new snowblower. And a new snowblower costs whatever, it costs $1,000, and I want a new snowblower, and I don't want cash, I want a snowblower. Now we have the same Shiloh, I couldn't believe it. What's the Shiloh? The Shiloh is, is the person, is the person obligated to give the snowblower. Now you want to know Hilkes Menschlichkeit? Nothing to talk about. A snowblower has to be in the garage on January 1st. That was the deal. That's what he said. Borrow my snowblower. Use it. If it breaks, I want a new snowblower in my garage January 1st. Finish. So, 
But that snowblower that he took is gone. There's no Kenyan. There's no Kenyan on the new, he didn't make a Kenyan on the new snowblower. He, he, he was machai of himself. He said, I'm going to get you a new snowblower. But Lamai said, nobody ever made a Kenyan on it. So he has to put a check. A check has to be there. Whoa, 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 one second. Hold on, hold on the old snowblower. What? What? Whoa, 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 one second, one second. One second, just one second, let me finish. Let me just finish this one thing, I'm sorry. Let me just finish this one thing. As far as the getting a new snowblower is concerned, it would seem to us that you cannot obligate the guy to get a new snowblower, although you must have a check for him for the amount of a new snowblower because that you agree to. You can make it tonight to be chayef for mesa machum and you can make it tonight to get a new snowblower. That is not going to be ribis. It's not going to be ribis. It's not a problem from ribis. However, I repeat it again, however, you can't get Besson to force him to buy the new snowblower and deliver it. Menschlich kite, January 1st has to be a new snowblower. So now. Because no, that no, no, that you can't. The one second, a new snowblower. He's only obligated to get. This was the deal. If the old snowblower breaks, if it's broken and it died because of Mesa Machmas Malacha and it's not fixable, you got to get me a new snowblower. That's our deal. That's our deal. You got to get me a new snowblower. The question now is, can he do it with cash? Or does he have to get the snowblower? Now, even though they made up, you got to get me a new snowblower, according to this Ramah, he's not going to be obligated. That's what comes out of Gewalda Gesheh. A Gewalda Gesheh. Does the cash uh, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. But what I want to say now is the following. In this situation that was asked, and who can think of such Shilohs? It's only in Yeshua. We get Baruch Hashem. We get Shiloh of the Week over here. The, the, giving of a, the giving of a new mixer is not ribis. Here they didn't speak it out. They didn't speak it out. You got to get me a new mixer. The person felt bad. So I got a new mixer. That's a mensch. That's a mensch. Mensch lechayt. Not the chiyav minatayra. Why it's not a chiyav minatayra? That's for a different shmuz at a different time. Mensch lechayt. So now comes out that the, that giving a new giving a new mixer is not ribis. It's not ribis. Okay. So we took care of that. However, as somebody just wanted to ask, what's with the pieces of the mixer. Who owns the pieces of the mixer? And now that you've got somebody to come in and repair it, and now you have a functioning mixer, who owns that mixer? And the answer Lanias Daiti is that mixer is owned by the Mashal. Because you the Mashal never gave you the pieces of the mixer. Now if you want to go mench the kite route, of course the is gonna say what are you talking about? You bought me a new mixer. Of course you can keep my old mixer. Maybe the marshal should really say, you, you, you fixed my old mixer, give me the old mixer, and you buy, keep the new mixer for yourself. But if, if they, no, the person refuses. No, I'm giving you a new mixer. Avada. Avada. You, yes, you gave the marshal, you gave the marshal a present of a new mixer, which you didn't have to do. You wanted to do it? Fine. That doesn't give you a right to keep the old mixer. The old mixer still belongs to the marshal. 
Now, it would be a startling situation for a mashil to be such a mechutzif and say, well, give me the old mixer also. Right. In halacha. Now, in halacha. But in halacha, the shoyal fixed and paid for it to be fixed. That which was paid for and, and that which a person is now being nene by having a usable mix that was broken, that the mashal has to pay the shoyal. Because the mashal received benefit from what the shoyal did for them. That is another halacha called a yoyred. If somebody does something from, my, from which I receive benefit, even if I didn't tell the person to do it, if I receive benefit from it, I have to pay the person for the benefit. Okay, so now it comes out the foul. Here's, here comes out the shoyal. Is the person over in Ribis? The answer is no. Can the person be mechayiv? Can the person pay for something which the Torah does not obligate a person to pay for? Of course they can pay for it. Not only can they pay for it, they can even make it tonight to obligate themselves to pay for it. And that's also not Ribis, and that's not a problem going connect to the Torah. The question is if you. Well, okay, that would be an interesting question. Josh, that would be a very interesting question if the original owner was considered Miyayish once it was broken, he's considered Miyayish. That's a very nice question. Good question. It's a good question. But I want to put everything together here. It's, it's been unbelievable. I can't tell you how many hours we spent on this Shiloh, trying to put the, everything I'm telling you here. It took a long time to, to, to put the pieces together here. And, and, and the last piece is, who is going to own the, 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 the old mixer that was fixed? Who's going to own the old mixer that was fixed? And as Josh just said, if there be Yish, okay, but if there's no Yish, it's my mixer. I'm taking it home with me. So now I have two mixers. Well, one, one mixer you gave me as a present, and the other mixer is mine. Uh, it's, it, it, that, in that route, it would be fascinating. Now, I'd like to say The first one we consider Matana, if I say something. Not, our Shiloh was where I obligated you. If I obligated you, that's not a Matana. That was a Tanai. The price for using my my snowblower is, I need a new one if it breaks. That's not a, that's not a matona. That's a charge. People can charge things. You know, i just tell you very, very briefly here that last Sunday I was in New York. We got to see Double Leash, as you all know. We came back and whatever, they canceled our flight. The kids, uh, we, rented, we rented a car and they canceled our flight. There were no flights left going out of Newark. We had to go, we had to, go to LaGuardia. So I, so I called the rental car agency. I said, I want to return the car to LaGuardia. They said, sure, go ahead. $300. I said, it cost two hundred and sixteen dollars to rent the car for three days. I said, now we turn it to LaGuardia. It's three hundred. That's it. You want to change the airport? Three hundred dollars. So, you know, it's not my car. It's their car, and that's their conditions. I don't like it. So, uh, I, you know, what I did? I went to Newark. I returned the car to Newark, and I took an Uber from Newark to uh, to, to LaGuardia for sixty-eight dollars or eighty-two dollars, whatever it was. Okay, finished. You know, that's it. Nothing, nothing, nothing to do. It's their car. They can do whatever they want. They can make whatever, any conditions they want. So that's Lahalacha here, Rabbi Say. And um, I want. But that's a big Shiloh by Nazikin, Hamasiyalo. That's a big. That, that, that doesn't work so much. Hamasiyalo means Bailam, Metaplam, Benavela. The Bailam really have to be Metaplam with the Nevela. You can give the pieces back and deduct that from them. That's Hamasiyalo, if I care. That's why the pieces still belong to Ravasha. Who asked that question, by the way? Who's, who was that? That's a very good question. Who? Um, that was Parrots?
I can't believe it. I, I'm in such simcha here. First of all, I never had this before. I was able to go to a chasana, come back for the chasana, and still say shir. And I was so nervous I wasn't going to get through because I couldn't get the, the Wi-Fi or whatever. Baruch Hashem. And now I get a shayla from Peretz. I can't, that's my Too much simcha for me over here. I can't, I can't believe it. Okay, it's one of the piece here, but we're not going to have time for it. But it's, it doesn't really affect the halacha. But I just want to tell you the halacha l'maysa here. Halacha l'maysa here. We are... Um, we told the person who, uh, who uh, received the new mixer that there is no problem with ribis. They're allowed to use it. We also told them that the old mixer that was fixed really belongs to, the, to, them, to they, they themselves as well. And, but I don't know what happened if they told you. I, I'm, assuming they, if, I'm assuming they told the shoyal just to keep the uh, mixer that was fixed. But uh, that, uh, that I, don't know, I don't know what happened with that. Well, Mike said, I don't know what happened with that, but I'm just telling you... Uh, I'm thanking all of you, Rabbi Isai. It's a pleasure to say Shir. I'm sorry I, I wasn't able to see you tonight, and I am hoping that uh, we will be back once again in the saddle, in, in, in the shul, and uh, with the people from, uh, from all, over, all over the world now, including Peretz, or Peretz distant. Okay, take care, everybody. Hatzlocha, Rabbi Admoid. Oh, give me a bracha for tomorrow morning strip, please. Yeah, give me a bracha tomorrow morning strip. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for the bracha. Okay. Oh, oh, man, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, the VOD's coming on now in a minute. I thank everybody. Call to